It's like, where, where are you getting this from? Notice how they always try and exaggerate their adjectives when describing people that disagree with them politically. Yeah, you know, that's you're terrorists. That- you're the enemy. You're like, you're no different. These mainstream conservatives, you are no different in your rhetoric and your propaganda than the left. You're really not. That's exactly right. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke. I'm here with uh, my beautiful heterosexual bearded life partner, Josh. What's going on, you sexy bitch? Shalom. Shalom, motherfucker. Shalom, my friend. Oh, I think I don't know. If, I don't know if we're streaming on Rumble. Oh, damn it! I think I screwed it up. Great. Let me relaunch it. Right um, out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Screwed that one up. Might be y'all. Might be. Okay. Uh, entertain them, Josh. Entertain them. I got. I got. I got to set this up. It's All right. Hey guys, don't forget about our iPhone giveaway this month. Any order over (laughs) any order of uh, over fifty dollars or more gets you registered to win this brand new iPhone 14, 128 gig space black. You're gonna love the way it sounds. Keep going, keep going, keep going. All right, and uh, be sure to check out some of our other special deals. If you're having trouble sleeping, try our racked out gummies. I think uh, they help you get you to where you need to be. Mmm, sleepy. And our Delta 8 gummies will uh, will help get there as well. I think you guys are going to love it. Got a lot of good stuff coming up today. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> We're almost there, bro. That's it. Stretch That's it, I got. stretch it. We're almost there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh gosh. God. Oh my god! Okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. For some reason, I, I think it's you. Can go ahead and cut it. For some reason, if you set the stream up too early, it can kind of expire on you. And I had the stream set up for about twenty minutes now, so it probably expired. So I have to re-input all the information. Uh, we we do this by ourselves, folks. For those that don't know, this is just mine and Josh's operation. We don't have producers. We don't have techies in here uh, helping us out. It's just Josh and myself, mm-hmm. and that's why I always fuck it up. We should probably hire somebody. To tell you the truth, but whatever. Anywho, how was your morning going so far? So far, so good, buddy. Are you watching what's going on right now with the whole uh, voting in the House? Yeah, I don't know. It's a lot to think. It's, he's lost 20, 20 people. So far, they're holding out. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting to see the likes of Ben Shapiro, Sean Hannity, Donald Trump, Mike Pence. These are all 
people that right now are supporting McCarthy. And I'm telling you, that's, that tells you something. That that just says, like, man, the lines, like we said yesterday, have been redrawn so much that mm-hmm. we just don't know who is who, where is where, who's fighting for what. And it's just, it's it's incredible to me. And you know, uh, I think these guys are just trying to do right by their constituents. Do you think not, that's it? Not keep doing the same thing over and over again, which gets us nowhere except deeper in debt. Yeah. Right? So if they think Kevin McCarthy is that guy that's not going to get us to where we need to be, then... Well, again, yeah. this is the same guy that people are. It, it, to me, it just feels like right now that the GOP is not listening to the people. Mm-hmm. The people do not want Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, they, well, they don't uh, want him. It's been like that for a long time. Yeah, and it's just they continue to like the GOP neocons continue to just band together and say, "No, this is what we want. Mm-hmm. This is who we want on our team, right. regardless of what the people want." And I can see how they're going to argue that it'd be, uh, you know, we have our best interest at heart because we're here, we're on the field, we're doing the plays. But it's like we're kind of we're over it. Like we keep seeing the same people they put in position turn out to be uh, just rhinos. It's like we don't trust their decision-making skills anymore. The people are speaking, and once again, the GOP and Congress, they're not listening. No. You know, the only person that does listen, it seems to be Rand Paul, where (sighs) before the omnibus bill bill came out, he said said exactly what what was going to happen, and it it happened almost to the T. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, everybody kind of knew that was going to happen to where it's like they're going to give us this bill right before. Right before. Yeah. And it's gonna they're gonna it's gonna be thousands and thousands of pages, and you're gonna have hours to read it. Yeah, absolutely. And this is this yeah. is a clear show that our system is broken. This should oh, how this is still allowed is just a manipulative tool that both sides want to use. Mm-hmm. It's very dishonest. It's not in the best interest of fellow Americans to include the people on the left. So these types of um, issues should have already been dealt with, but they haven't. It's Congress just being Congress and playing these slippery slope games, these disgusting political games. And ultimately, it's the people that suffer for it. It's not these congressmen and women. They're, yeah. they're fine. Their lives are fine. They're fine. They got it's us. $50,000 freezers with mm-hmm. $20,000 worth of ice cream. It's, it's mind-blowing. Using government uh, yeah. transportation to take their husbands <laughs> on, Dude, on special trips. I can't even. I can't even, but again, it's the hatred, I'm talking to you, buddy. The hatred that we're seeing between the left and the right right now only fuels this. It exacerbates the problem tenfold because as long as they can keep us divided, when we see the opposing side get scored upon, we're cheering, but we're not looking. It's like, well, how they were scored upon. Well, the left is like, well, they sent them over this bill. They didn't have enough time to read it, but hey, we got what we wanted, so screw the right. It's like, yeah, but this is not the way to go about doing business. This is not beneficial to the common everyday American. Even those blue collar Democrats who are like, the deficit is the most important thing to them. And if you see a $1.4 trillion bill added to our debt, you can't, you can't get on board with that. We've got, I mean, no matter what is in it, unless it's like a cure for cancer. How many billions have we sent to Ukraine? This is a very common thing now. It's just like, Oh, another billion here, another billion there. The government is very good about spending other people's money. They really are. And they're great with uh, coming up with outlandish lies. That's what That's Biden true. said that right before the yeah. elections. Yeah. Like, we're going to cure cancer. Yeah. We're going to do it. How many times has that piece Bro, of shit said that? you sniff kids. You sniff kids. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're gonna cure that. Is that Johnson & Johnson? Oh, my God. That smells amazing. Bring me more kids. I need to eat. Oh, good Lord. This one smells like ice cream. <laughs> 
Monthly deals. Any order over $50 placed in the month of January will automatically be entered to win an iPhone 14 fresh out of the box shipped directly to you from us. Again, how you enter to win is we're going to pick this at the end of January and any purchase to include subscriptions and auto ships. If it's over $50, then yes, you are entered to win. It's just that simple. Take your chance with Shell Shock. Give us a shot. All of our gummies come with that gummy back money back guarantee. Our rack out gummies are CBD and melatonin to aid you with sleep. This stuff works amazingly well. The reviews that we have prove that. And then we have our Delta 8 and Delta 9 gummies that are get you stoned out of your mind. Yes, they will. No, it's not bullshit. This is actually, this is honestly real. The reviews say it as well. How many people buy our gummies and they, you know, they write us like, dude, I didn't expect much out of this, but holy shit, this stuff works. It's like, yeah, because we've become, we've become so accustomed to these snake oil salesmen that they sell these CBD gummies with the expectation of people getting high. CBD and Delta 8 are not the same. These are different products entirely. Now, with Delta 8, you will pop on a drug test. Be advised. But if you want to get stoned, a healthy way, gummies, low carb, low sugar, get you higher than giraffe pussy, we got you covered. ShellshockCBD.com. Go buy a bag of Ultra Halo gummies right now. What are you waiting for? And that gets you entered to win an iPhone 14. We picked the winner at the end of this month. Also, keep in mind, the Rocket Fuel shirts and the hoodies are 50% off. No code needed. No code needed. And the Halo gummies that I just mentioned are twice, or the Ultra Halo, are twice as strong as the normal Halo. The Halo gummies are 25 milligrams of Delta-8, that's concentrate THC, and the Ultra Halo are 50 milligrams. You think you got what it takes? It's, it'll put you to the moon, folks. It will put you to the moon. And then we still have the 30-count uh, watermelon fallout CBD gummies for only $39.99. Regularly, they are $44.99. And a free watermelon sticker, only available through this deal. So the fallout gummies are just CBD, there is no THC. You will not fail a drug test. These help to calm and relax you. They're not going to get you high. They will just help you chill the fuck out. Uh, if you take enough Don't of them. take a lot of them. It's not a good high. It's, <laughs> oh my God. It's I've, We've done that. It is not a good high. Um, get the Delta 8. That's going to get you there. So folks, if you're a veteran, if you got issues with sleeping, you got issues with anxiety, microdose the Delta 8. That's what I do. It's amazing. It's, it's dude... It's non-pharmaceutical. There's no negative side effects. There's no addictive properties. My God, this has just been a cure-all for so much for so many. And yeah. we're proud to be able to stand here and say that we're doing this at a very affordable cost. We're in the midst of inflation. We have not raised our prices whatsoever. Our prices have remained the same, folks. And they will continue to be because, you know, we're, we're okay eating a few bucks here and there because it's just like our customers, we want them for life. We show them love. They show us love. Let's not raise costs. We'll eat a few bucks over these next few years. As long as we can stay in business, fuck it. That's fine with me. Yeah. So we appreciate your love and support. Again, that is shellshockcbd.com. Once again, shellshockcbd.com. Oh, Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. He's not He's not going to step aside. I don't think this guy's going to step aside at all. He, he really wants his position. Again, this is the same guy that's quoted as saying he deserves his position. He's already moved his stuff into the speaker's office. This guy's lusting for power. And that's that's very... Um, Aren't they all, though? They are, but this guy's just... majority, anyway. When you say something like, I deserve this, I mean... It's like, what, how do you how do you deserve the speaker position? The speaker position should be it's voted upon. You have to have the majority, and ultimately, it's about who who feels like you can instill confidence in them. Like yeah. I just, you listen to this guy. I don't. And then again, he's also another Ukraine guy. So Crenshaw's in a lot of hot water right now. He's taking a lot of heat because basically he referred to the twenty Republicans that are holding out. Uh, now you got a figure of speech, but at the same token, poorly done. Uh, basically saying that these are terrorists or the terrorists win. He's trying to coin the phrase like, you know, it's like, hey, thanks, Obama, you know, or like the terrorists win. 
But it's like, bro, this was like not the time to say that. Even in jest, it's not yeah. the time to say that. Because the reason for it is we've seen the left constantly critique the right and accuse and dog whistle, buzzword, all these things towards the right for every uh, adjective under the sun. Mm-hmm. So when Crenshaw comes out, who Crenshaw is also a McCarthy supporter, and he says that, you know, if, you know, these are silly games, uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing, he basically said, I can't fucking stand these people or whatever the case may be. He's drawing a lot of fire on himself right now. He just really, and him and others are like Hannity is coming out, going after Bobert. I, I got to give them props. I mean, Marjorie yeah. Taylor Greene is in, fav- in favor of McCarthy, Hannity, Trump, Trump Jr. And it's like, wow, the swamp went a lot deeper than even I saw. It's we are the big the basis of this is that Congress is not listening to the people. They are not listening. The people do. You go look on social media. You go look on the Twitter threads. You go look on the Ben Shapiro threads, the McCarthy threads, all this stuff. By and large, the people do not want him. Yeah, You know, what's interesting is all the people that are pounding that uh, we need change in government drum yeah. are really Now's trying the to push these people into group think. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Just. The levels of cognitive dissonance. I'm going to pour myself some port here because we're getting classy as fuck today. Would you like somebody? Classy. I'm, I'm good. You good? You don't like the port? This is nice. Maybe, I like this. Maybe this, later. This decanter is amazing because we're classy bitches here. Classy. But no, it's just, it's, dude, this Yeah, I, if you want change, then here's, here's, here's the change. Here's the change. And they, you don't, by and large, yeah. they're rejecting it. Most of the time, it's not comfortable. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't be change. Yeah. Now, I haven't read anything yet that showcases any of these uh, potential candidates are going across the aisle to negotiate with Democrats. Still haven't seen it, but like I'm saying, if they did refer to that option, you're toast. Yeah. Like, McCarthy's not going to do it. I think he's got, like, 85% right now of the GOP support. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. I think Luttrell's backing him as well, the newly elected. uh, I guess he he made it. He won. Good. Um, He's backing McCarthy. Good for him. That's... It's just, it seems like we're getting more of the same. I mean, you know, at least he threw his hat in the ring and he's, yeah. you know. I'll give him that. Doing something about it. I mean, it takes a lot to get out there and run. But I'll give that to yeah, him. I'll give that to him, but at the same token, it's like, bro, you're already backing the wrong people. Yeah, but if you, I mean, you got to, these 20 people, mm-hmm. you're going to have to. No, he ain't uh, one of them. No, I know, but but those 20 people are holding out. Are gonna, yeah. They're going to have to do something to try to appease them. And well, say, you know what, Kevin? These guys just aren't budget. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, well, here's the reason for that. Kevin McCarthy gives four more concessions before Thursday's speaker vote. So what what I think is going to happen here is these 20 are eventually going to have to cave, but they're going to cave on their terms. And they're mm-hmm. going to basically say, these are the concessions we want. And McCarthy's going to have to say, it's basically like, it's it's a political ploy. It's like, mm-hmm. vote for me. And it's like, okay, we'll vote for you, but here's what you have to give us. Here's what you have to promise. Promises mean nothing. But if these 20 cave to McCarthy's uh, concessions to them, it's all for nothing. It's all for nothing. Uh, yeah. So here's here's the concessions he's giving him so far. Uh, he gave the 20 conservative holdouts four more concessions before Thursday's continued speakership vote. I think the vote's up to seven now. I think they've taken seven votes, and he's still no headway. Uh, the concessions negotiated Wednesday night between McCarthy and his critics are meant to peel several members away from the group of 20 holdouts. Here's how McCarthy's going about it. He's trying to strip them away one at a time by saying, well, hey, let's target this one person. What do you want? What, what do you want to give me your vote? And they're like, well, I want this. Fair enough. You've got it. Mm-hmm. McCarthy's going to do, I mean, it's just like, you've seen those old Renaissance style movies when you like, they elect a new Pope and you see the wheeling and dealing in the background or in behind the closed doors of like, you know, payoffs and bribery. It's the same thing. Yeah. We're waiting for the black smoke here is all this really is. It's like, who's going to be the one to actually, I mean, are the, are the 20 holdouts, are these 20 Spartans at the, the pass of the uh, DC Thermopylae, are they going to hold out against the uh, Persian onslaught of the GOP? I don't think they will. I think McCarthy is going to be slimy. He's going to be slippery. He's going to say, let's make a deal. And I think they're going to make a deal. 
I think because, or I, I could be wrong. I hope I am, but you're seeing a growing amount of intense pressure coming from the GOP. And right now the left, they're just sitting there laughing. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to do a damn thing. And they're just sitting there laughing and nodding because they know we are so divided right now. Yeah. But at the same token, who, who cares? It's a good thing. Again, we need this in fighting. We've got to basically showcase a lot of these people. Like, who are the who are the neocons? And more than ever, you're seeing them expose themselves right now. You know, that's the difference between the Republican Party right now and the Democratic Party is the Democrats are all sheep. Mm -hmm. They're going to do exactly what they're told, even when. AOC and the squad came yeah. out and said they're not going to vote for Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. Uh, that ended in about five minutes. <laughs> Pelosi got them fucking yeah. in the heel quick. Yeah, they've got zero backbone. At least these guys are, you know, trying yeah. to make some positive I, change. I will give them that. Um, the concessions negotiated Wednesday night between McCarthy and his critics are meant to peel several members away from the group at the 20 holdouts. McCarthy needs 16 lawmakers to break ranks with the so-called rebels. Uh, the concessions McCarthy made are significant. Axios and Political Playbook reported. Here they are. One member motion threshold needed to force a vote ousting a speaker instead of five. More House Freedom Caucus members on the House Rules Committee, two seats to be specifically, to be specific, uh, pledges to hold votes on lawmaker term limit and border security bills. Uh, that <laughs> that'll die in the Senate, but okay. Mm -hmm. Pledges to, uh, or excuse me, major changes to the appropriations process to prevent another omnibus bill by allowing floor amendments to be offered by any lawmaker. Now, here's the crazy thing. These concessions that they're asking for mm -hmm. are, by and large, what every American really wants. Yeah. It's like, but why is it taking just now to get this? But honestly, McCarthy's going to be like, you got it. And then once he gets it, he's not going to give a shit. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. I mean, how do you... Are you just, is it just all good faith at this point? Yeah, 100%. In addition, McCarthy Alliance Super PAC Congressional Leadership Fund. Listen to this. CLF pledged it would not spend money in the Republican primary races against GOP candidates in open races, as its affiliates had done in several races in the 2022 midterm elections. The concessions are in addition to 10 more concessions previously negotiated between the GOP factions. And the thing that kind of aggravates me about Ben Shapiro is he's saying these 20 don't have a plan or a strategy. Yeah, they do. If anything, they got like a list of demands. Mm -hmm. It is unknown if the concessions will be enough to move 16 members to support McCarthy. The seventh round of voting is set to resume Thursday at noon. Critics of the concessions have stated leadership has, has not always followed through on its promises. <laughs> you don't say. House rules have often suspended in times of political urgency. Others argue that CLF's promise is unenforceable because their their, mechani or their mechanisms exist to funnel money to preferred candidates. Um Yet McCarthy's concessions are substantial and have met many conservative lawmakers' demands. He said Wednesday he liked the direction of the negotiations. I felt as though we had a very good discussion. I think what you should gauge is being able to do that. So for those that don't know, McCarthy's not going to step down. He's way too close to power. This guy wants the seat. He can taste it. This is what he's, he's striving to get. He is not going to step down or step aside. I mean, he still has the majority of the party uh, support the GOP, but again, the House is not the GOP. The GOP is not the House. The House are representatives of the people. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't seem to understand or get. So instead, it's like, what does the party want? Fuck the party. The party doesn't matter. It's yeah. what the people want. So what happens, let's say he gets in, he gets voted in and all that stuff, <clears> and then later down the road, they need votes. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? As for votes for what? Uh, I don't know. Any bill that needs to be passed. Or what? You know. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to have by the gonna, short hairs. Yeah, how is he going to corral these people to come in? <laughs> <laughs> is it, isn't the Speaker of the House supposed to be able to bring everybody together? Yeah, yeah. 
20 people is a lot. You got to whip them votes, but I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, hey, thank Wentz for the $1 dono over on Rumble. He said, a shout out to the John Burke locals. Great community over there. Crew is fire. Thank you so much, dude. Appreciate that. Um, oh, yeah, you can support us on Locals. Uh, you can go to the link on my Rumble page. We appreciate that. If you want to support the show, a dollar, two dollars, three dollars a month, that goes a long way, folks. We really want to say thank you to that. We have 580 people watching. Go join our Locals community. This is a great group of people. They're offering platforms to give us free speech. Oh, by the way, Drunken Debates comes back Friday, tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. CST right here on Rumble. Right here on Rumble. And I realize that um, we've already got our panelists set. Many of them are on Twitch. They can't stream it on Twitch. Yeah. Because we're banned. You can't stream with a banned person over on Twitch. But the thing I love about this is you you can come to Rumble. You can stream it on Rumble. Mm-hmm. They don't care. So these Twitch people, and I, here's the thing, like, because we were in this group chat with uh, Rob Noor, who's helped me host this, mm-hmm. and our, our panel uh, guy, Shel- or Aftershock, Thank big thank you to him. Um, you know, they were like, well, they can't stream. It's like, hey, I've got no problem with them streaming. It's like, I'm okay with that. It's like, mm-hmm. that just grows the audience for the show. It's like, no, 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 you're banned. Like, they can't stream a banned streamer. It's like, oh, my God, this is so fucking gay. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> you can't, but you can't stream it. Because I remember Dr. Disrespect, same thing. Because, like, he couldn't be streamed with other prominent Twitch streamers. Like, this is just the stupidest fucking take I've ever seen from Twitch. Your platform straight fucking titty streamers and garbage now anyway. So fuck it, whatever. But that's going to be on Rumble at Saturday. For those that don't know what drunken debates are, I'm I'm moderating a panel of leftists and righties, and it is a cordial intellectual debate. And the panelists do not know the topics prior. Only I do. So I get to act as moderator. Rob and I are going to be taking turns throughout the weeks, the oncoming weeks. He'll moderate, and I'll be a panelist. And then sometimes we'll have a third moderator, and Rob and I will be on the same team. So it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. So we're getting back into that debate world. Uh, getting back into the debate ring, it's going to be a good time. And again, this is not like just dumb bullshit arguing. This is like really good discussion. So we look forward to doing that. That starts tomorrow at 7.30 p.m. CST right here on Rumble. So that's where you can see it. It'll be on this channel. So, all right, let's keep going. Uh, House Speaker race, Byron Donalds. Um, Byron Donalds is the uh, other person they're putting up there saying, you know, this. I think Chip Roy backed him, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> He's saying Byron Donalds has an outstanding record. Um but you got to love, um, well, this really started with Cory Bush, uh, black squad member, Cory Bush says black Republican Byron Donalds will push white supremacy. Folks, I don't even know who these, who these retards are. Black liberals are some of the most racist motherfuckers I've ever seen in my entire life. The fact that this woman, this bitch right here can say some stupid shit like that and say, oh, this fellow black guy is going to push white supremacy. Like, cunt, are you fucking retarded? Like, seriously, where's the white supremacy? Like, show me the white, su- where is it? And as a black dude, we're conflating all kinds of terms now. It's like, you just got to push white supremacy. He's black. What? That's like not self-serving. You're uh, working against yourself. That makes no sense to me. Or is it because black liberals are by and large sheep and group think that white liberals have you as pawns? Oh, yes, that's true. Look at you. They've got you doing their fighting for them. And there you are on the front line with all your blackness supremacy and all that bullshit. And you're just simping for white liberals. They're your puppet masters. Nothing has changed. You're still in the mental plantation, and they're fucking working the shit out of you. Mm. And you're so stupid right now. You got the likes of Cory Bush. You got the likes of Stacey Abrams. You're just doing their bidding, and you think you're doing it for your own independence, and you're not. 
Meanwhile, black people that will go over to the right is like, you know what? I'm tired of this, this mental group thing. You call them Uncle Toms and Coons and all kinds of racist shit, but nobody calls you out for the bullshit rhetoric. Folks, you go on pages like Snoop Dogg or anything like that, these black uh, social media influencers and such, when they post about a race-related topics, you go look at the black comments in there and you will see some of those racist bullshit that social media will not touch because they are black, therefore black privilege and minority privilege does exist. White person says something like that, oh my God, you'll get crucified and burned alive at the stake. Black person, oh, such a hero, such a hero. Bullshit, you're fucking racist. You're a piece of shit. And by the way, there's no such thing as reverse racism. Racism is racism is racism. That's all there is to it. So, of course, Cori Bush, this cunt just needs to shut the fuck up. Another reason why women shouldn't be in politics. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Went misogynistic there for a second. Um, Far-left squad member, Representative Cori Bush, attacked black Republican Byron Donalds for being a prop who will push white supremacy as a member of Congress. And this is how she thinks about it. We've got ourselves a token black guy as a Republican. He's nothing but a prop. Lady, isn't it the same thing that could be used to describe you? You, you think liberals aren't doing the same thing to you? But this guy, if he's a prop, like explain to me how he's a prop. What whites, they never give you specifics. It's already, they always speak in generalities. They will never give you isolated instances or it's just an anti-Trump thing. So they say he's going to push white supremacy. How's he pushing white supremacy? Because he's pushing something that's right of your leftist agenda. That's basically what it boils down to. Yeah, maybe if he was having clans meetings, yeah, then, and I could, she his, might have some. Point his hood's hanging out of his back pocket. Yeah, but uh, really, I really burned really crosses in my own front yard. And that same hardcore. thing with Larry, El uh, Larry yeah, Elder. Yeah, Larry Elder became yeah. the black face of white supremacy in California. Just the dumbest black liberals you could ever. You just like wow, like wow. Bush issued her accusation against Donald on Wednesday in the wake of him being included as a potential Speaker of the House. Folks, why do you think they're going after him? Even Democrats are loving what they're wa they love watching what's happening now. Calling his inclusion pathetic. Wednesday also marked the first time in history that two black candidates, one Democrat, one Republican, were nominated for the top position. Why aren't people celebrating that as well? He would be, if, if, if uh, Booker got it. Um, Who? Uh, excuse me, Donald's. If Donald's got it. He'd be the first uh, black House Speaker. Yeah. Th that's that's historic. Liberals love celebrating stuff like that. Why didn't that happen on the Democratic side? I mean, <clears throat> they push for everything else. Except, Biden except went except after a woman of color for his VP. Yeah. He picked a you know like just yeah. based on sexuality and race. Mm -hmm. That's how he filled oh his cabinet. Uh -huh. So why wasn't the Democratic <laughs> Speaker hey, of the House? Are you a fruitcake? A person of color. Get on my team. <laughs> I need you to steal some luggage for me. Do you have a, a dick and boobs? Oh, my God, yes. You look like you could handle nuclear waste. That's ridiculous. Yeah. His name being in the mix is not progress. It's pathetic, she continued. Way to tear down a fellow black man. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Donald's later responded to Bush's attack, saying, Nobody asked Bush her opinion on the matter. Before you judge my agenda, let's have a debate over the policies and the outcomes. Until then, don't be a crab in a barrel, he tweeted. Oh, damn. Because, you know, there's a saying. Yeah. There's just the crab in the barrel. You know who's referring to there? Yeah. You know what? You know what does it mean? Uh, when a black person uh -huh. is doing well, then uh, the other crabs try to pull them down. down. Other black okay. people try and bring them back down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a very prominent saying by very successful black people in the black community. Yeah. It's like for having to deal with black crabs in a barrel. If you if you get successful, it's the same in the veteran community. Yeah. If you're successful, whatever, yada yada, they're gonna try and pull you right back down. And this is true. Um. 
Donald's received 20 votes in his bid for House Speaker after the House uh, Freedom Caucus nominated him against Kevin McCarthy, who has yet to receive the 218 votes needed to secure the top position. In her nomination of Byron Donald's on Wednesday, Representative Lauren Boebert hailed him as man who knows what tough times look like. My colleagues and I have worked tirelessly for months to build consensus, to go negotiate in good faith, to help unify our party on border security, energy security, debt reduction, term limits, she said. Too often our efforts have fallen on deaf ears. Um... You know, this seems to be the guy that that uh, they're wanting to go in there and facilitate this change. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what happens, but it, it keeps going. House Speaker Byron Donald's response to retribution for running against Kevin McCarthy. Um, Republicans are still deciding who will be the House Speaker for the 118th session of Congress. But as Representative-elect Kevin McCarthy says, he is getting closer to the gavel. Some members are starting to wonder about potential retribution for voting against him. One member who is not worried is Representative-elect Byron Donalds out of Florida, who has received votes from speakership and has held out against McCarthy in four of the six votes. I'm 6'2", 275 pounds. I'm not worried about that, Donalds said outside the Capitol when asked by NBC News Capitol Hill correspondent Ryan Nobles if he was worried about potential retribution. Donald's initially backed McCarthy's speakership, but after the California Republican failed to reach the 2018 vote threshold and two votes on Tuesday, the Florida lawmaker shifted gears. The reality is Representative McCarthy doesn't have the votes, Donald's tweeted after changing his vote against McCarthy during the third speakership vote Tuesday. I committed my support to him publicly and for the two votes on the House floor. 2018 is the number and currently no one is there. Our conference needs to recess and huddle and find someone or work out the next steps. He's 100% right. 100% right. Donald's became the 20th Republican to vote for a candidate that was not McCarthy, namely Representative Jim Jordan, Ohio. Again, don't forget, Jim Jordan doesn't want it, and Jim Jordan threw his support behind McConnell. So, or excuse me, McCarthy. Um, and again, we already have McConnell. We don't need a McCarthy. Or excuse me, we don't need a McConnell 2.0, and that's what McCarthy definitely comes off as. When the dust settles, we will have a Republican speaker. Now is the time for the conference to debate and come to a consensus. This will take time. Democracy is messy at times, but we will be ready to govern on behalf of the American people. Debate is healthy. He is 100% on the money with us. Mm -hmm. On the money. During an interview on Fox & Friends Wednesday morning, Donald said after the second vote showed the leadership tally was deadlocked, that Republicans should have convened privately and found a new candidate. He also addressed the perception that Republicans are wasting time by not choosing to back McCarthy, saying the bout over House leadership was important as it will determine how Republicans will get Washington back on track. And it matters. It matters. A lot of right now I see it feels like Ben Shapiro and the rest of them are trying to minimize the House Speaker by saying all he has to do is just say no. And that's all he really has. No, no, no. There's more to it than just that. There's more to it than just that. You're looking at right now the time frame of we need to make this happen now so we can start gridlocking Biden. No, we need to do this the right way. Take our time with this. If it means, again, go into the back, go into the jury room and hash this out, then so be it. You owe the American people that. That's what you're paid. That's what you're overpaid to do, realistically speaking. Way overpaid. Way overpaid. So if this takes time, if this takes months, so be it. But let's get a candidate that everybody feels comfortable with that is going to actually represent conservative values, Mm -hmm. fiscally, economically. But McCarthy, he ain't it. Again, he doesn't have, how many rounds do we have to vote to where it's like, no, you're not getting it. So they're trying to force this vote is what it is. We're going to keep voting. You're trying, no, people don't want him. Put somebody else up in there. And Shapiro and the rest of us are, who, well, who, who, who? Make them decide. The the, the 20 have already showed you. They want, they want, um, excuse me. Uh, oh, God, what's his name? Byron. Byron, or Donald's. 
they want him. Like I never even really heard of this guy too much. And then you start looking up at some of his track records. Like mm-hmm. he's not bad. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah, Chip Roy's a good guy too. Chip Roy, we got another article about him. Chip Roy's coming out swinging. Yeah. Chip Roy issues fire response after Gingrich calls Anthony McCarthy block blackmailers. You know, this just goes to show you that the rhetoric that comes from the GOP is literally no different than the left. You got Crenshaw referring to him as terrorist. Granted, coin a phrase or figure of speech, whatever. It's still a stupid thing to say. You got Gingrich calling them blackmailers. You got people get calling them the enemy. It's like, the, what? It's like, where, where are you getting this from? Notice how they always try and exaggerate their adjectives when describing people that disagree with them politically. Yeah, you know, that's you're terrorists. You're the enemy. You're like, you're no different. These mainstream conservatives, you are no different in your rhetoric and your propaganda than the left. You're really not. That's exactly right. That's the same shit that the Democrats do. It's ridiculous. It's, they it's don't the like exact how, same thing. They don't yeah. like what you're doing, then they're going to label yeah. you a terrorist or oh, yeah. racist or yeah. whatever. What they should be doing is saying, yeah, we, we, we appreciate this uh, challenge to make sure that everybody gets on the same page. Mm-hmm. You know, we they appreciate what, what these guys are doing for their constituents, yep. which is in the best interest of the country. Yeah. If they don't feel it's right, then you know, let's see what we could do to Go make, back, things, you know, uh, yeah. make things right, make things work. Roy said Gingrich doesn't know. Listen to what he says. Like he goes after Gingrich and he does not pull any punches on this one. This is why I, I got a respect, a lot of respect for this dude. Um, Roy said Gingrich doesn't know the facts of ongoing debate amongst House Republicans over who should be the next speaker. Uh, Chip Roy pushed back on former Speaker of the House Newt Gingrich Wednesday after Gingrich called Roy and 19 other House Republicans blackmailers for opposing Representative elect uh, Kevin McCarthy. For Speaker, during an interview, uh, Roy said Gingrich, who served as House Speaker from 1995 to 1999, does not know what the hell he's talking about. If Newt Gingrich wants to pick up the phone and call me, then you might actually know the facts. You might have been Speaker 25 years ago, but you don't know the facts right now, and you're parroting the talking points that are being shoved through the system in this town that are being fed by a big spending machine that has been driving this country into the ditch. He said, I don't have any time for listening to fossils sitting on Fox News, making their money on their contracts, coming out and talking about things they don't know anything about roy added god damn <laughs> holy shit that made my dick move just got smacked with the ring hand bro he just whipped it out and cock smacked you across the face gingrich man he sit did. your bitch ass down like that was ooh. not only did he put the nail in the coffee did a hail mary as he lowered you into the fucking ground dude <laughs> damn good for him good for it good for everybody that's all we need we good for chip, america chip roy for speaker fuck it let's put him up there that's what you need that dude you doesn't need, give a fuck i like guys that. like that who don't take shit from these yeah. establishments. Yeah, 100%. After six votes in two days, there was no Speaker of the House, McCarthy, so far. has been able to sway the 20 Republicans opposing his candidacy, who say he is not trustworthy and are demanding concrete promises on rules changes that would decentralize power in the House. Roy nominated Representative-elect Byron Donalds of Florida for Speaker Wednesday, but the most votes Donalds received was 20 compared to the 203 for McCarthy. The entire Democratic conference supported Representative Hakeem Jeffries, Democrat out of New York. Democrat out of New York. Uh, Earlier Wednesday, Gingrich appeared on Fox & Friends and condemned even Fox & Friends are on Team McCarthy. I'm telling you, folks, this isn't shocking. Yeah. This is not shocking. They're all boomer neocons. That's all they are. They are the establishment. Where's Turning Point? What, what, what are they? Who are they calling? Who, who are they calling for? I, I, haven't, I haven't watched. Who's Kirk and the rest of them wanting? I'm interested to see that. I, I want to know who. Uh, I want to see who um, Crowder and the rest of them. I know Shapiro. He, he's all McCarthy. 
He says if there's like a third candidate, he'll consider it. It's like, well, there is one, but you're not considering it. I mean, he literally called for it. It's like, there's the other candidate. It's like, well, uh, well, hypothetically speaking, guys, it's like, no, there's the third candidate right there. Um, They're not really blackmailing McCarthy. They're blackmailing the conference. On the votes yesterday, they were losing 202 to 20. And in a healthy free society, you figure a 202 to 20 votes tells you something, Gingrich said. Yeah, you don't have all of the votes. Not everybody is in unison in voting for you. Losing votes. You're losing votes. So if like you don't the, have the majority, you don't win. It seems the more votes that that they take, the yeah. more he loses. Yeah. Uh, he further accused the holdouts of blackmailing the country. There, there it is. There's a nuclear. There's the nuclear um, situation right there. Like if you don't, if you don't vote for McCarthy, everyone's gonna get AIDS and COVID and die. As soon as they say what? that, I would double down. Double down. Triple down. Mm-hmm. Be like, you know what? Now it's never gonna happen. <laughs> you Not see, even if there's a fire. Yeah, you want to see somebody hold something hostage? Uh huh. You could just fucked up. But here's the thing. I feel threatening like, people. I feel like these 20 holdouts right now should form their own kind of little committee. Yeah. And be like, here's the deal. Like, even if McCarthy gets put in that position. That's a Freedom Caucus. Yeah. There you go. Their own little Freedom Caucus. And be like, here's the deal. Um, like, whenever you put a vote to the floor, it's like, we're going we're gonna to shoot it down no matter what it is. So, right now, you have dissent mm-hmm. and then the House. You have, the, you have a lot of dissent. You don't have you don't have everybody united. That's the goal. And it's very difficult to get everybody united. But again, if all you've got is eighty to eighty five percent of the support, it ain't all. That's not the majority. Weird. See, uh, Matt Gates nominates Donald Trump for speaker. Jesus Christ. Uh, I think that would be hilarious. That would be fucking hilarious. But it's not what we need right now. Oh my I god, would, it's not what we need. I would. Did Matt Gates literally come out and he yeah, said on the floor? On, on the floor, yeah. Shit, this is breaking news. It's about. Uh, Charlie Kirk posted it 21 minutes ago. Oh, so. my God. No, we don't need Donald Trump. No, I'm sorry. No, we don't need Donald Trump as Speaker of the House. We don't. I don't know. No, we don't need Trump getting in there and fucking things up. No. He would be the greatest speaker oh that God. this country has ever seen. We don't need a bull in a china shop right now. We need a, we need a proverbial sniper. Not someone that's just going to go in there and shotgun blast and shit all over everything. No. Trump needs to stay out of it. Absolutely not. No. Uh, Trump can run in 2024. We know that's coming. He's already made the announcement. We don't need him as speaker. Whether you want it or don't want actually, it, it's, it's, on the, it's on the floor now so they could vote for it. And I could actually see these people voting for Donald <sighs> Trump and him getting 218 Dude, votes. I won't lie. It would be the funniest fucking thing I've that seen in a long a time. slap in the face <laughs> of would. every single swamp Republican and douchebag Democrat. But the, still, the, the fact still stands. Trump is backing McCarthy. Trump is establishment. He's conservative ink, just like the rest of them. He just puts on a very good front about it. Look who this guy's nominated. My God. We talked about it yesterday. His nomination, his picks are not very good. Uh... Yeah, I mean, not, <laughs> they're not very good. I, mean, you know, I, I don't think we I need like Trump his policies, in the house. So, It'd be fu- I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. That would be fucking hilarious. I'd be sitting there like, oh my god, this That's is what a, they deserve. This is a clown show. It's a fucking clown show. So I mean, I don't think it's gonna be Byron uh, Donalds or mm. who else did they nominate? Um, I think Scalia might have gotten some votes. Jim Jordan, I think, might have gotten some votes. Yeah, uh, but. I yeah. think unanimously they could all get behind Trump. I, I don't, mm, I don't think they will. Because we'll you got to remember, there's a lot of freaking House Republicans that don't like Trump. We'll see. Because remember, Trump's no longer in power. Now people are going to really come out and be honest about their their views on him. I'm surprised Ted Cruz hasn't come out there like bashing him again. That goes back to the again. whole conspiracy of if the Speaker of the House, let's see, uh, if Joe Biden gets impeached, 
So Trump would basically be third in line for president. I don't know. I don't know. Could, I don't know. It could give some uh, QAnon people out there oh a little God. bit don't, of ammunition. Don't start with that. Don't start with that. It's true. Good Lord. The QAnon is bad enough having to listen to those retards in the last couple of years. It's I mean, but ridiculous. Technically, it ha- I mean, his name has been brought up. I don't know. See what uh, happens. I mean, can't be worse than what's been going on already. I uh, just saw this. Anna Polina says she was sexually harassed while leaving Capitol office. Um, I, I watched the video she posted, and I didn't see that. Florida Congresswoman-elect Anna Paulina, one of 20 Republicans to vote against electing Oh, good for her. She says she was sexually harassed while leaving her office in the U.S. Capitol Tuesday evening. When you're a woman who stands up to the swamp, you are sexually harassed leaving your office accused of having sex with members, being a witch, and more lies. Luna wrote in a tweet, which was accompanied by a self-recorded video that showed Daily Beast reporter Zachary Patrizzo repeatedly asking her questions. Anna Paulina shares how she turned district deep rubber red in Florida. Um, this is why I must drain the swab, added Luna, who was elected November. Blah, blah, blah. The video has now been viewed more than 1.2 million times on Twitter shows. Patricio pre- peppering Luna with a series of questions as he followed her through the Capitol and into the street. Um, in the video, Patricio referred to comments made by one of Luna's would-be rivals in her, her congressional race. Ask Luna if she is a witch. Uh, Patricio's questions stem from a letter obtained by the outlet, which was then reportedly sent to the Blah, 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 who reported okay. The video also showed Patrizzo asking Luna whether she had some sort of relationship with a representative and if she would like to offer a comment. Again, I like Anna. I know her. She's a really nice, sweet person, but that's not sexual harassment. I watched the video. There's there was nothing. He was not sexually harassed. He was he was being a journalist. Again, that's I'm using that term very, very loosely when it comes to the Daily Beast. But I didn't um I didn't see I didn't hear sexual harassment in that. And the thing that's dangerous about doing that and taking that approach is that you cry wolf enough, no one's going to believe you anymore. That's not a good precedence to set. It's just not. You could say, you know, very inappropriate, very foolish and stupid questions, but that wasn't sexual harassment. So, I, I don't know. Um, hey, you want to take a call about the uh, Yeah, let's take some calls. 214-817-1689. I forgot about that. John hasn't reminded me. Taking some calls today on what you think about what's going on and the House of Representatives regarding Kevin McCarthy being blocked and so forth and so on. Again, the number is 214-817-1689. Somebody said Josh for Speaker of the House, the Israeli House, because he's Jewish. You got it, hobo. Oh, okay. Hobo chili. There yeah. you go. He gets it. <laughs> it's always good to have hobo chili in the chat. It's always good to have, yeah. Mandingo, same. Got some great people. Dakota. When did he get the YouTubers Courtney. over to Rumble? Why, why do we still have people over on YouTube? We got like almost 300 people on YouTube watching. Get over to Rumble, guys. All right, here we go. Get over to Rumble. Coming here's in the, hot. Coming here's in the link hot to my, here, my tweets. Come over and follow on my Twitter. All right. Burke Rants. There's the link. Call. Yellow. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up, John? What's going what's up, on? Josh? It's Chris Ruck again. What's hey, up? Buddy. Yeah, uh, yeah, I got to agree with what you're saying about uh, this is what we do need. Because I feel like this would root out all the theocrats and uh, fake conservatives. I mean, these theocrats, they are a disease. I feel like if the GOP became more secular, we would bring in a lot more people. Yeah. What do you guys think? No, I agree. 
I've written, I wouldn't even necessarily say secular. I would just say push more for the separation of church and state and every religion is respected. Um, I agree. Oh, yeah. You, you pull yeah. a lot of people over. But unfortunately, you've got the devout diehard uh, Christian conservatives that feel like any any step in the direction away from, you know, legislated religion is a slant against God. So therefore, they're never going to, you know, adhere to something like that. But as the new generations of Republicans step in and take over, I hope to see that kind of change. Mm-hmm. But uh, I agree. Yeah, I think if we wanted to, uh, if we really wanted to make some headway, a case in point like what Trump talked about abortion. It's like we kind of handled that wrong. And then religion, church, and state, it kind of uh, goes hand in hand with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm Catholic, but like I don't really recognize the Pope. And uh, going off of what you said yesterday, or what's it the day before, uh, if Catholics are allowed to insult the Pope, uh, as a Catholic, uh, that's more about like 1500s 1300s i mean i feel more i agree more with my own priest mm-hmm. than i do the pope so like we should not i actually disagree with the pope in the first place because i feel like uh the word of god should come from the bible and your priest mm-hmm. but anyway uh yeah we do need to, like, I feel like if the GOP push more for more constitutional value, I think we could also bring in a lot more Muslims, which, by the way, I feel like would hurt, would bring in less, more and more awareness to what the transgender are always doing with kids, to get rid of all these after-school state clubs. Yeah. Well, that's what we need. Yeah, I agree. Thank you for your call. I agree with that because uh, if you actually saw, you saw the Muslims up in, uh, I forget which which city it was. There was that, that town hall meeting they had and they were talking about introducing LGBT into the school and all the Muslims were like, oh, hell no. And it never passed. Yeah. Muslims don't give a fuck. And the reason that didn't make a they lot of headlines, they don't give a shit. And the reason that made it didn't make a lot of headlines is because if any Democrats calls them out, then again, by their own rules, their own admissions, they're Islamophobes. Yep. And let's get let's get Muslims in here. Let's start freaking propping them up. Like, hey, our Muslim friends don't want this. What do you going to say about that, liberals? <laughs> Two one four eight one seven one six eight nine. Give us a call. Um, I, yeah, that was uh, that would be a very interesting tactic to take. It's like let the Muslims speak for us. It's like no, no, we we don't yeah, like this. We got a Muslim friend. Come on, we got a Muslim friend. Oh my god. Okay. What does the Pope have to say about Here it? Here we go. Stand by. Yellow. There you go. Hello? Yellow. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on, man? Hey, so uh, I just wanted to talk real quick uh, about uh, the fact, you know, I think Trump's making a lot of bad calls these days. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if there was going to be, I I really feel like we're watching the systematic dismantling and destruction of the U.S. government and also the American people as a society. And I think that there is, with all the moves that he's been making right now, I think it's a very good possibility that if you were going to do something like that, it would be wise to get somebody to get the people riled up and show the opposition so that you could come in and identify them and eventually take them out. Yeah, I mean, you've seen that repeated historically throughout. I mean, Hitler did the same thing. The idea of demonizing the enemy and turning the people against them, absolutely. I mean, I think, honestly, all this spawned from social media. 
we didn't have the levels of I was talking to a friend about this the other day and that we didn't see um, society pandering to the weak until we saw the emergence of social media because then weak people get on there and they start crying and essentially eliciting the motions of all other enablers and weak people. So then you have these movements such, again, uh, like the obesity glorification, things like that, all rooted in emotional responses. But none of it is rooted in facts or logic. Democrats don't deal in facts and logic. They deal in emotions, and that's what they use to pander to people. So by and large, as a society, we're stupid. That's just the truth. As a society, we can't handle freedom. We can't. Like, imagine, we, we don't even have, like, true freedom right now. We have, like like a little bit of freedom given to us by the government. Let's just not sugarcoat that. We as an American society can, there is no society that can handle extreme freedom, like without any like borderline anarchy. We can't. And so far, what freedom we do have, we are still abusing. Because now what started as let them get married is turned into or de-evolved and uh, morphed into trans. Then you had child-friendly drag shows and you have groomers and pedophile lovers and minor attracted persons. The language has been changing over these past two or three years. We're seeing it left and right. And now you're seeing other groups emerge coming out as minorities, coming out as... um, oppressed victims on social media. So naturally, what does the left do? They got to hoist them up and hail them as heroes. And, oh, we got to make their voices heard. Shop trans kid fucking businesses only or some shit like that or shop black owned business. And now racism is run rampant through our country under the banner of supposed equality. Meanwhile, white people who by and large uh, make up the, the majority of this this country were demonized for things that we had no part in, things we didn't do. Yet we're out here trying to make make our way through life just like everybody else. But for some reason, by the because of the pigmentation of our skin, we're inherently racist or some shit like that. Like I, I gotta hand it to Black Democrats. You call people racist enough, they're eventually going to become racist at you because they're tired of black people calling them racist all the time. Therefore, they're going to hate black people. You create the own monster that you seem to think is like victimizing you. And I think you're right. By and large, our society is fucking retarded. And and I completely agree. But also, you know, I'm 26 and I could be honest and say I don't know shit, but I can obviously see all the propaganda that's being pushed down. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and for, for example, with things like TikTok, the algorithm yeah. for uh, the children in China is way different than the algorithm for us here in America. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's just it's it's disgusting what the, the country is going through. And uh, I feel like if they were to push more noble morals and ideals that as a country, we could actually come together and re-embrace some of the values of like even the 1960s. Yeah. Yep, I mean, thank you for your call. I agree. It's only going to get worse. And, you know, speaking of TikTok, we do have an article about that in regards to what social media has done to the brains of teenagers. And it ain't anything good. But before that, we'll take one more call, and then we're going to move on to the next topic. But before we do that, or while Josh is setting that up, don't forget the through route on ShellshockCBD.com. You can now add shipping and product insurance for your orders at checkout, starting at only $0.98. Cents. You can also get tracking and real-time shipping updates. Yeah, it's like an insurance policy. It's $0.99. Cents, insures your entire package. And if it gets screwed up in the mail, they refund you 100%. It's worth it. Love it. Oh, my God. Let's take another call. Do what? Waiting on one to come through. Oh, okay. 214-817-1689. If that's the case, we'll go ahead and move on to the next article. Because I keep go. I keep I forgetting it. to... Okay. <laughs> I keep forgetting to talk about taking calls. I, I get so wrapped up in my own head. Yeah. My own thoughts. Okay. I get the beat. Yellow. Holy shit. Is it really John and Josh? Yellow. What's up, buddy? Yes. What's going on, man? What's going on, guys? I love your guys' podcast. So do we. 
<laughs> so yeah. what's going on, man? So what's anyway, on your mind? I just think a lot of things has gone haywire. <laughs> yeah. I can remember when I went back, like in high school, like race and everything, like we had, you know, black kids on our football team, Asian kids. Mm-hmm. Like race wasn't really an issue. No. But like around the time Obama got into office, mm-hmm. like holy shit, everything changed. Yeah. And you just you just seen it nosedive ever since then. No, oh, yeah. I mean it was it was kinda be expected. As soon as a black president steps in, you're going to see the black supremacists use that as their front to start becoming more center focused or more center lighted and start saying, okay, now that we got a black president, you're going to have to start listening to us because one of ours is in the office. And it's just like people were kind of like people, people voted for Obama because he was black. Because that guy did not bring about any change. Yeah, I mean, he, he issued in Obamacare, which is a massive catastrophe. Federal health care is always going to be a bust, but just look at the VA. But you look at this guy, and it's like they voted for him because he's black. Because mm-hmm. he came out of nowhere. Obama came out of nowhere. He wasn't really known for anything. Uh, but here he got elected, and then sure as shit, you're right, race relations. He did a poor job. Trayvon Martin, all these people, he picked the wrong side time after time after time and only exacerbated the racial issues in this country. Uh, the George Zimmerman fiasco. He's like, well, if I had a son, he'd be like Trayvon. Trayvon was a little gangbanging piece of shit. Doesn't mean he's deserving of death, but he assaulted somebody and he got popped for it. I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Maybe he actually had a father figure in his life to actually teach the little shithead. And you got like the George Floyd issues. You got all these things repeatedly mishandled by these administrations and you're demonizing the wrong people. But by and large, you're right. It's just, right, exactly. this is what they want. They, they, they need this. And it's like they're tearing everybody apart. They want everybody to be against each Everybody. Yeah. Like, you walk into a Walmart or, like, a CBS or anything, and mm-hmm. you see, like, a black guy, it's not, oh, hey, how you doing? It's like, I hate you because you're white. Yeah. Or I hate you because of this. It's like, whatever happened to, you know, uniting everybody? Man, we haven't been united since, like, 9-11. That that's been a it's I don't think we're ever going to be united again because if, if we had like another nine eleven or something similar to that it won't be in a sense of like they attacked America it'll be in a sense of like well Republicans should have done something about their Democrat that's what it'd be like we are so divided there's no coming back from this there's really not unless it was like a justified war that everybody got united behind but it, I don't see that happen because right now all we've got is Ukraine and that is not justified thank you for your call though I appreciate that. All right, let's move on to the next segment. French anti-hate site lists mainstream Catholic symbols alongside Nazi devices. That's right, the woke. They're coming for the Catholics. You're up next on the chopping block, folks. Right before we get into this, a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. I'm just kidding. We don't have sponsors. A French anti-hate. <laughs> you know, the theme with all of these things is that the more divisive the government can get everybody, yeah. then the more control they can try to, yes. you know, push on everybody. Exactly. The more laws they can make, yeah. the more and the more. Yeah, absolutely. Right. It goes back to the, like, changing the verbiage of pedophile to minor, minor attractive, attractive person. Yeah. Yeah, if you start to change that stuff, and then you just, like, well, then they start to fight for the rights of a pedophile. Yep. So it's, yep. they keep going down these... You got these disgusting you got Sheryl roads. Crow out there simping for a trans murderer yeah. and wanting the court to show leniency because he's trans. Like, I'm sorry, you committed rape and murder. I don't give a fuck about you or your sexuality. 
the the French anti-hate website claiming to catalog far-right symbols has listed several mainstream Roman Catholic symbols, including crosses and the Sacred Heart of Jesus, alongside well-known Nazi devices. The French anti-hate website Index Stream claims that it is looking to observe a catalog and publicize the graphic symbols used by the far-right in France as places various mainstream Roman Catholic symbols alongside. You know what they're doing this, folks. They want to do away with anything that helps reinforce the nuclear family. They want to destroy culture. Yeah. They want to destroy straight culture. How do we do that? Attack the symbols and make them akin to Nazism or racism. This is a common this is a common tactic they've always taken. This is what they do. All you can tell these retards to do is shut the fuck up and go play in traffic or suck start a shotgun. Ignore these these losers. These kids are losers. They're whining like I saw this panel. Of all these women, I saw it on Twitter. I forget, uh, Sydney Watson was on it, I guess, and she tweeted a lot about it. And you see, again, fat, ugly, unfuckable, cross-dressing, butch-looking women that no dude wants to fuck. There's a reason you're gay, because there isn't a guy out there that wants to deal with your bullshit. And you look at them, and they don't have a, a, a single thought between them that's original. It's all regurgitated propaganda. And I love how they continuously use these terms like barriers and this and, and gender construct. But you created this bullshit, fanatical world that you use to reference, to counter the things you don't like in reality. It's like, well, in this other world, and, and you know, in the gender sphere, like, fuck your gender sphere. It's like, I don't believe in your mental disabilities. Like, no, you are retarded. So, but this is what they do. This is, again, going back to this French hate group or anti-hate group, it's them trying to right society by trying to tear apart mom and dad. They want more broken homes. They want more uh, LGBT allies, so they're trying to indoctrinate them while they're young. They want to overthrow society. And, folks, I'm telling you, man and women is a time-tested tradition that actually works. I know you don't like hearing that in this day of age of wokeness. But, yes, men and women in the nuclear home working together, striving, building, overcoming, loving, all these things, that is what has made America flourish. Have you noticed? And I tweeted about this, and it's true. The further we go away from God, or at least traditional or morality-based thinking— whatever you want to call it, the more hedonistic we become. We're pursuers of instant gratification and pleasure than we are those that are pursuing things that are worth being pursued. That's what happens. And this right here, this example right here is the exact way they go about trying to disenfranchise us. This is how they go about trying to uh, segregate us by race, by accusing white heterosexual people of being racist, all this stuff. This is how they go about doing it. So the question is, how do you combat it? Simple. Shame them. Fat shame them. Sex shame them. You shame the shit, bully them, harass them. Absolutely. You give back what they're giving to other people. Where did cancel culture come from? It's true. Mm -hmm. All that is is bullying and, and, and it's tyranny by the majority is all that really is. Mm -hmm. But you know how you, you fend off cancel culture? You tell them to go suck, start a shotgun. I'm not going to bend the you fucking retards. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, you got to refuse to play the game. You refuse to play the game. Gender pronoun game. Go touch grass. Put the phone down. It's not real. I've been I've been on the receiving end of that many different times, and every single time, like, just make fun of them. I got it when I, like, made fun of the uh, the pilot that drew a dick in the sky. It's like, it must have been an Asian dick because it was small. Suddenly, the Asians come after me because they're offended. It's like, it's not my fault you got small dicks. It's funny. Laugh. Oh, how dare you. How dare you make fun of the penises of the Asian <laughs> community. Like, bro, we've seen enough hentai porn. Come on, you got small dicks. If these women aren't fucking octopuses or whatever they do in that anime weird shit that y'all created. It's fucking true. That is weird. Everybody, every society's got their fucking weirdos. We got the furries. I mean, come on. We're not, we're not much better. 
They're over there laying eggs and fucking tentacles and stuff like that in their weird porn. We got furries over here and army officers and dog masks and woof woofing and shit, probably dragging, dragging their ass across the major's carpet or some shit. I don't know. That's weird. Too. That is weird. It's all fucking weird. And again, you know, degeneracy is what got us here. This wasn't heterosexuality. This was degeneracy. It wasn't the straights walking around in assless chaps with rainbow flags draped all over us. It was fucking homosexuality. You, you got us here. This is where we're at now. We're stuck with this. We're stuck because there's no turning it back. There's no putting it back into the box. Now, I do think this trans thing is a fad. It's going to take a while. You think it's a fad? I think it's a fad. I really do. I, you know, you've had cross-dressing and mm-hmm. trans for a long time. Transsexuals but versus But introducing yeah. it into, like, normal society. That's what they're trying to do? Yeah, it isn't normal. No, it's not. Someone who is a man or someone yeah. who is a woman that thinks they're the opposite to, yeah. is these, it normal? These time-tested, proven methods have worked. <laughs> Men and women working together works. Having a good family works. You know, I see all, like, Andrew Tate. They, they take advantage of these young, impressionable boys trying to become men. Because right now, like, who do we have growing up? We had these figures, these, these figures that were acting like our heroes, our John Waynes, our Clint Eastwoods, our Rambo, stuff like that. Like, guys that fought the system, good guys. The, the hero always wins. Now what do you got? You got these James Charles fruitcakes putting fucking makeup on themselves, calling it masculine makeup. Get the fuck out of here. Got the tightest pants. The tightest pants with your fucking ball veins sticking out in your shit. It's ridiculous. Men aren't men anymore. And what brought about this is fucking feminism. Feminism and the glorification of like beta homosexuality. That's ridiculous. Why is it every gay guy you see always talking like this and they're very effeminate? You're playing into a stereotype. What what the fuck is that? Because men don't act like that. Women don't act like that. What are you? Well, what the fuck is this? It's just you're just you're being charismatic for the sake of wanting attention due to your sexuality. Normal gay people you really don't see much of because they don't fucking care. They don't talk about it. Yeah, they just don't. It's these 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 flamboyant wackos. I just don't get it, but whatever. <laughs> Nor do I want to get it. But here you go with the uh, the, the the French people that are saying that Catholicism is akin to Nazism, I guess. The project was created by graphic designer Jeffrey Dorn and photojournalist Ricardo Pereira and has been promoted by the leftist French website Street Press. Lists many symbols broken up into various categories from phrases to animals, flags, gestures, numbers, and crosses. Uh, and you're seeing all that stuff. You see the Iron Cross there. You see the Schwatzdika. You see the uh, St. Patrick's Cross. Um, this is a in section on crosses. Not the Nazi swastika is highlighted alongside several mainstream Roman Catholic symbols, including the Jerusalem cross, the Christian symbol for the city of Jerusalem, the cross of Burgundy and the cross Pate, and the cross of Lorraine, which is seen in the flags of Hungary and Slovakia. The cross of Lorraine was also used by the anti-Nazi Free France, led by General Charles de Gaulle during the Second World War, who fought the Nazi regime along with the Allies, which just goes to show how fucking retarded these Frenchies are with their little anti-hate speech bullshit. Bunch of fucking... If they ever... Yeah. When somebody says hate speech, just want to cock slap them. How was it over there when you were... Did you see a lot of... I saw one protest. I saw a protest about Iran, you know, wanting them to free the Iranian women and stuff like that. I'm like, cool, send them guns. That's all you got to do. You want it to end, send them guns. I mean, but the overall attitude of the people towards you... Oh, yeah, they didn't give a fuck. No. No. Here's the deal. It's like, and you bring up a very good point because this is something I never really thought about. Um, Yes, there are many people in Europe that do not like Americans, but for good reason. Like, for example, because I had a very good discussion about this with a French person that was one of our tour guides, and I I brought this up. And she was basically like, in your American culture, you are very quick. 
you're very fast. You're very short with people. It's like here in France, for example, um, I was working in this one restaurant and this, this American came in and said, uh, excuse me, where's the bathroom? And she said, normally in our culture is bonjour. How are you doing? Like, good morning. How are you? It's very polite. Americans like, you're not like that. You're just come in business. There's no personality with you. There's no uh, being personable. There's no respect. It's just tell me what I want to hear and let me go. And it's like, so people don't like that. They like our culture is friendly. It's warm. I was like, no, I see your point. And they're actually kind of right because is I it do, friendly and warm? What over in France? Yeah. Yeah. They were to us. Okay. But I'm not going to say that all over France, but my experience is, yeah, everybody was cool. Now there was the one stuck up waiter in that restaurant, but that's also because, you know, it was a stuck up restaurant. But mm-hmm. still, I will dip my balls in your drink. I will dip Senor. my balls in your little <laughs> escargot. Yes. Senor. You like this? I suck on this. Uh, no, but it's very true. It's kind of like you think of like this, this stereotypical New Yorker. It's like, hey, where the fucking shit are at? I get it. It makes sense. Now, is that always the case? Of course not. I'm not saying that applies to everybody because there's going to be some fucking retard in the chest. Well, that's not true because when I went over, yeah, well, you're the exception. But yeah, I get where they're coming from that because in American culture, we're very short. We're very to the point, you know, especially in the Bible Belt and up north. It's they're very more um, not in the country areas, more in the urban areas, I would say. But it's not so warm and friendly. It's just how it is. I don't know. I, maybe that's just that person's experience. Could because, be. I mean, could I've be. Gone. I feel like I'm pretty cordial with people when I interact with them. Yeah, right but you're not, you're not the stereotypical stereotypical American. Because even when I was stationed in Germany, when I was 17. The funnest time you can have is to get away from the Americans, because all the Americans wanted to do was drink and fight. Germans were not like that. Uh, Turks were. Turks wanted to fight left and right. But yeah, if you want to actually have a good time, get away from the American bases because you got a bunch of 17, 18, 19 year old young American GIs. They're full of alcohol and yeah. liquor and they just want to fight. But that's like every high school, right? Every junior, senior in high school where but you, you also, get drunk and you'd want to go fight. But you're also in another country and you represent America. It doesn't matter what level yeah. of what age you are. You still represent the country that you hail from. Hmm. So it'd be the same as, for example, if we had a German base over here and all the German soldiers were doing the exact same thing. It's like, fuck these Germans. So I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's just, that's just me. But, uh, good, uh, Mike in the chat here says, I think French are called frogs. Is that true? Yeah. Frogs, Frenchies, whatever you want to call them. I liked it. I thought I had a good time. Everybody was super nice to us. Uh, and <laughs> to like see a tourist, it, it used to be that if they're sitting there on the street corner looking at a roadmap, now it's looking at a phone. Like if they're looking at a phone, you can tell them they're looking around. It's like, oh yeah, it's a tourist. So if you want to, if you want to blend in. Walk fast, head down, look at the ground, look pissed off. You blend in. Then you don't look like a tourist anymore. Is that right? Yeah, you look like a local. That's anywhere you go. So, well, Colorado funeral home director receives 20 years in prison for illegally selling body parts. Oh, disgusting. Jesus. You take one look at this person, it's just like, ugh, ugh, just... Ugh. What kind of body parts? Uh, we're going to get there. Calm down, Josh. Jesus. Sorry. And how much were they? Where can, where, where, <laughs> where can I yeah, get friends it? Friends asking. Uh, did they sell bigger penises? A Colorado funeral home director was sentenced to 20 years in prison on Tuesday for illegally stealing and selling body parts without the consent of the families of the deceased, the Department of Justice said in a press release. Megan Hess, 46, pled guilty last year to one count of mail fraud and aiding and abetting under a plea agreement where other charges against her were dropped. Good Lord. From 2010 to 2018, Hess would meet with families who wished to cremate the remains of their deceased loved ones and would agree to give the cremated ashes back. However, Hess would often harvest the body parts or the entire body for those who were to be cremated and sell them in body broker services. She did this for eight years. 
Interesting. Okay, I just got to know: is this a lucrative business? Like, <laughs> I guess. Well, if she did it for eight years, I guess it must, it must have, have been. been. Like, how much money did she walk away from? I pulled up in her Lamborghini. Hess charged families up to one thousand for cremations that never occurred. Prosecutors said, and she also offered others a free cremation in exchange for a body donation. Many families received ashes from bins mixed with the remains of different cadavers. Authorities said, and one client received concrete mix instead of a relative's. Like what? That's hardcore. How do you? Okay, how do you mix up? Oh, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Concrete mix. Yeah. But even still, so she scooped out the <laughs> and put it in an urn and handed it to him. Uh, you and know, then they I, went out. Like I wonder how they figured it out. Just well, like, I'm pretty sure when you take the top off. It's like why are there rocks in this? I know they put it out in the water and. It, <laughs> It's a miracle. <laughs> Jesus turned water into wine. I'm turning ashes into cement. Top that. <laughs> yeah, oh, good Lord. Something else. Hess was aided by her mother, Shirley Koch, 69, who also received a 15-year sentence after pleading guilty to one count of mail fraud and aiding and abetting. Um, according to court records, Koch's primary role was to chop the bodies into parts. Uh, even when a family would tell Hess and Coke they did not wish to donate their loved one's body, the duo who disreg- would disregard their wishes and still send them to a body broker. Uh, Hess and Coke would also ship bodies and body parts of those who tested positive or died from HIV and hepatitis B and C, but tell buyers they were infection-free, according to the DOJ. Jesus. Whoa. Whoa. Hardcore shit right there. Uh, sir, we, we found an arm for you, but uh, we sewed it on. Everything's good. Bad news is you got AIDS. It's like, shit. Yeah, I thought you had to harvest the organs fairly quickly after a person dies. I don't so know, they I, would, I mean, but. You would think. I guess this isn't really, uh, I don't know, on the up and up. Uh, I, no, I would say not. I would say that it's not on the up and up, Josh. Is it AIDS hard for you? <laughs> Good luck. It is illegal to sell organs, tissue, or any body parts in the United States. Well, I'm glad we got that cleared up because I was a little hazy on that one. It's like, wait, can, can I? It's like. I could take a trip to Vegas, wake up in a hotel with an ice bath and like a scar over my kidney area. So, I don't know. Um, the sale of body parts or cadavers for research and education purposes is reportedly unregulated by the federal authorities, which is what Hess primarily did. Most organizations purchasing the body parts did not know they were obtained through fraudulent ways, according to Reuters reported citing prosecutors. Hess and Koch often targeted low-income families and pressured them when they were most vulnerable due to a loved one's death. The defendant's conduct was horrific and morbid and driven by greed, said U.S. Attorney Cole Finnegan, who following Hessen Koch's sentence, they took advantage of numerous victims who were at their lowest point given the recent loss of a loved one. Uh, FBI Denver acting special agent in charge Leonard Corallo also noted that Hess and Koch disrespected the requests of grieving victims so that they could degrade their bodies and make money off of it. Nothing can guarantee solace for the victims or repair the damage done, but perhaps this sentence can mark the end of a horrible chapter in their lives. Good Lord. That's horrible. Like, you just, you really don't have a soul. Like, you really don't have a soul. That's terrible. That's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Arms, get your arms half off, pinkies, elbows, wrists, bicep, hey. tricep, get them now. What's the conversation that leads up to getting into that? Uh, hey, mom, look. Uh, man, we could just hear me this out. person could, up. And- hear me out before you, you pass judgment. Um, an arm goes for about $25,000, and on that table over there, we got two. So we're sitting on about fifty grand. All you got to do is a little chop-chop, and we're done. Just going just gonna to put that there. 
I don't know. Would you be able to do that work in uh, like be a mortician? Oh hell no. Mm-mm. No way. I guess after a while you just become immune to that stuff. Oh right? absolutely. You have to be. There's there's I mean you have to be yeah like sensory adaptation absolutely. But would I ever want to do it? No. I'm good. I'm not really into dead bodies. It's yeah. more of a Jeffrey Dahmer thing. Yeah. It's not my thing. They do get paid a lot though. <laughs> to deal with that kind of shit? Yeah, I can imagine so. Uh, the danger of TikTok. Studies show social media use changes the brains of teenagers. Good Lord knows we need we don't need them any more brain changing in our teenagers than already happens because fuck me running. Like if ugh. I know they're going to start to think there's more than two genders. Oh, my God. And the picture has a bunch of fucking weird, ugly girls with squids on their heads. I don't get this generation. I just really don't. <laughs> a recent study by psychologists <laughs> shows that the regular use of social media is linked to changes in the brains of teenagers. This is especially troubling in light of the fact that the most popular social media platform for American teenagers is China's TikTok, which pushes harmful messaging on teens as soon as they sign up for an account. The effects of social media on children's developing brains has long been a topic of concern for parents and policymakers. Now, the New York Times reports that a new study by neuroscientists at the University of North Carolina has shed some light on the issue, using brain scans to track the effects of social media use on middle school students aged 12 to 15 on period of rapid brain development. Um, the you know, study is it, found... Is it ahead. concerning mm-hmm. that the picture of these young ladies, like, most of them are obese? Yeah. Hmm. Now it's saying that uh, by 2030, 80% of Americans are going to be obese. By 2030, 80% of 350 million people are going to be obese. We are living in idiocracy. I made a post about that today on my Instagram. Uh, There was this fat woman who was out there basically just saying that um, (laughs) obesity is a slur. It needs to go away. And then you look at her profile. She's a fat fuck. I was like, well, go figure. Obesity is a hurtful word. You know what else is hurtful? Diabetes. Shut the fuck up, fat ass. Like, nobody's talking to you self-induced anymore. Self-induced diabetes. It's self-induced diabetes, yeah. you get, And then she's posting these pictures. And it's kind of like, well, of course, you're simping for, you know, being uh, obese to glory because you're obese. And then you have that moron in the White House talking about oh, insulin yeah. should be free for everybody. Oh, like, my God. Like, who's making it? Yeah. Like, you only have... Here's the thing. This is what it boils down to, the basic foundation of that type, that type of belief. It should be free. No. Someone's going to have to make it. Someone's going to have to pay yeah. for it. So the only way to facilitate that is through slavery. Forced to work without wages. So explain to me how it should be free. Because someone's got to make it. Someone's got to produce the contents for it. Someone's got to harvest the contents for it. Well, you think all these people are going to do it for free out of the goodness of their own hearts? Fuck no, they're not. Nah. I wouldn't even do it. Fuck you and your diabetes. I don't care. It's not my problem. No. You know, if the government really cared, they would... Make uh, healthy foods mm-hmm. cheaper. Yeah. Or no tax on them. Yeah. How about that? Nah, can't do that. Yeah. Can't yeah, do that. Make healthy food tax free. That's actually that's actually a really good idea. I mean, if that's you really, a very good idea. If they cared about yeah. the health of Americans, but even then, still, yeah, they're not going to do it. Americans won't give a fuck. But I, I think it'd be a good option. You don't think so? If they were cheaper, uh, I, I if, think yeah. If, I mean, if I'm talking about people, for common sense people, yes. Most of the people who are fat are overweight. Mm-hmm. And their excuse is because it's too, too expensive. expensive. You yeah. got to go to Whole Foods if yeah. you want to get organic, if you want to yeah. get healthy food, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, if it was cheaper, would yeah. you would you do it then? I started juicing. Did I tell you about that? Like steroids? Yeah, I've been doing that for a while. No, I was juicing. Um, like I went in Paris at the hotel for breakfast. Oh, uh, dude. They have the uh, yeah. I was juicing, dudes. Absolutely. The semen just tastes amazing. It's French semen. It's really good. Put it on some snail. That with a baguette. I said baguette. Ba 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 baguette. Not the other one. Chill. 
Um, no, it was like, I just, I saw some lady throw something in there and like juice shot out. I was like, oh, I got to try this. Like just for the simple fake sake okay. of like, I'm a child at heart. It's like, I gotta, I gotta go fuck with this. So I did two pairs and I took a taste and it came out slightly green. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. I tried it. I was like, this is actually really, really good. So yeah. we bought a juicer and like we juiced uh, apples, oranges, a little bit of lemon, some ginger. Carrots? Put in, uh, no, no carrots. And we put it into this big thing. Sure, I've already gone yeah. through it. And it's it's natural fruit, natural sugar, natural fruit, vitamin A. And, yeah. and I just, I love it. And Which then, uh, juicer did you go with? I don't remember. You know, that's the biggest part like of it is, is the cleaning up part after it. That's, yeah. Because you get into it yeah. and you do it for like three weeks, six yeah. weeks, and then you're like, oh, it's... It's a well, lot to clean up. You got to clean it after every use. Yeah. I mean, you have to. Uh -huh. But yeah, but that's why you juice a lot at one time. So, because I did that for my family when everybody had COVID mm. back in 2021. Yeah. And it takes a lot of fruit. Thanks, China. Thanks, China. But, uh, you know, you can still get like a bunch of apples for like really cheap. You can get a bunch yeah. of oranges. So it's the amount that you're going to pay for, say, example, like a gallon of Sunkiss orange juice, you making it on your own, I don't. It's way better. It's way better. But is it, I don't know if it's cheaper. I would assume it's cheaper. I don't know how many oranges it takes to make a gallon. It did, uh, those things, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. You have to juice a lot. But at the same token, it's still the best thing for you. So I found it to be really good. I'm trying to take them more because I've been taking the gummies again. By the way, don't forget, we got the Shell Shock Wellness gummies. We got the apple cider vinegar, the ashwagandha, and the uh, elderberry. Not elderberry. Is it elderberry? Uh, Hubbo Chili says, uh, what is it? I heard French semen taste like surrender. Is it? <laughs> Instantly hit my knees and threw my hands up. <laughs> I used to have that bumper sticker on my car. It said French rifle for sale. Never fired, only dropped once. <laughs> now we pissed off all the French. Now we pissed off all the French. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, who's this white flag? <laughs> Take these. <laughs> Kind of, like that, kind of like that character in the Kung Pao series where he, like, he thinks losing is actually winning. Ha! You're fished in my face! Ha! It's like, wait, what? So like, oh, you have to forgive him. He has been taught the wrong way of martial arts. <laughs> yeah. The study found that children who regularly check their social media feed at around age 12 showed increased... I don't know why you would have a 12-year-old on social media, much less TikTok. I'm sorry. Know, unless if you wanted to get a, oh. abducted. I just don't get that. Your children should not have access to social media. That yeah, is ridiculous. What's the best way for my kid to meet a pedophile? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, get him on TikTok. Suddenly my child thinks that he's trans. The study was conducted on a diverse group of 169 students from a middle school in rural North Carolina. The students were split into three groups based on their reported... Frequency of social media use, habitual checking, checking feeds 15 or more times a day, moderate checking one to 14 times a day, and non-habitual checking less than once a day. The subjects received full brain scans at approximately one year intervals as they played a game that displayed rewards and punishment in the form of smiling or scowling peers. Uh, while playing the game, habitual social media users showed increased activation in three areas of the brain. Reward processing circuits, which also respond to experiences such as winning, money, or risk-taking behavior. Brain regions that determine what stands out in the environment. And the prefrontal cortex, which helps with regulation and control. These brain or these changes in brain function suggest that teenagers who frequently check their social media feeds may become hypersensitive to feedback from their peers, according to Dr. Ava Tesler, an associate professor of psychology and neuroscience at the University of North Carolina and one of the authors of the study. However, whether these brain changes are beneficial or harmful is not yet clear. 
On the one hand, increased social sensitivity could be seen as adaptive, indicating that the teenagers are learning to connect with others. On the other hand, increased social sensitivity may lead to other issues such as social anxiety and depression. And I'm going with that one because with the emergence of social media, you've never seen a more depressed United States than you do now. Yeah, a lot it's of kids on uh, medication. Medication, yeah, 100%. You know, I can't help to think that Big Pharma really enjoys that. Oh, bro. The rich are getting richer. They're, they're, oh, they're, they're doing good. The Sackler good. family. They're doing good. Just pumping out those pills to let's, these kids. Let's create all these things and let's, let's create all these disorders and here's the medication for it. And, you know, I heard this comedian the other day said, talking about when he, when he was a kid, it was the adults who were, you know, grumpy and, <laughs> hated life the kids were out having fun he's like now it's the exact opposite you have all these adults who are playing video games getting stoned <laughs> I love you have it. kids on medications depressed like you know well what? here's you the deal folks here's the deal this only happens if you allow it to happen it only happens if you allow it to happen there are so many families out there in the midst of all this insanity that are not allowing their children to succumb to this bullshit they're like no yeah. we're, we're not i remember watching this one episode of south park where everybody had adhd you know, everybody found oh, yeah. out what it was, and it's like, oh, I've got ADHD, and then, like, Mr. Garrison would go through. It's like, well, here, we have a simple fix to this, and smack the shit out of the kid, and then they shut the fuck up. It's like, there, there's your cure-all to ADHD. You just beat the shit out of them. That's it. That's it. I'm not saying that security ADHD, but there's a lot of people out there that basically toss around these um, these diagnoses as if it's, like, the end-all, be-all. It's like, well, you know, I, I can't do this because I've got the, uh, I've got, the, I'm, I'm on the, uh, the prism. It's like, what? I'm on the prism. I mean, I'm on the spectrum. I'm on the... You get what I'm going at. It's like people use, it's kind of like when you learn a new psychological term and you start applying it to every aspect of your life. It's like, oh, I just learned what a what a um, narcissist is. And then suddenly it's like, everybody's a narcissist. It's like, really? You just put on the narcissistic glasses and know, you're wondering man. why everybody's a narcissist. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, hey, shocker here, folks. Get ready for this one. Keep your hats on. Keep your pants on. Former representative Adam Kitzinger to become a CNN contributor. No, it's real. Yeah, there you go. The clown shows himself once again. Adam Kitzinger now goes to be a panelist or a political contributor to CNN. Talk about a fucking sellout. Just a piece of shit. CNN is where losers go to complain. Pretty much. Pretty much. Fox is no different, though. Former Republican Congressman Adam Kitzinger will join CNN as a contributor now that the January 6th committee has been dissolved. And what, what happened to the January 6th commit? Anything? They released tax, uh, Trump's taxes. Good job. You released the taxes. It showed how he used the tax system yeah. to his benefit. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That guy's a damn genius. Fucking genius. He's a billionaire and he paid nothing in taxes. I want his accountant. No shit. How does, how does that happen? Give me that information. Attorney speaks out on potential legal action to prevent trans teacher from wearing Z-cup breasts to class. This is that shop teacher that's a dude that wears this really shitty wig and these very just ridiculously sized fake breasts with the nipple showing. You take one look like what this this fucking freak show. These people should be in hospitals. They should not be free to walk around. These people are disgusting. He added, the school board has interfered with the rights of parents by reportedly denying them the opportunity to bring up the issue in meetings. In our view, it is just illogical and absurd to suggest that the teachers would be, this is a teacher, by the way, would be held to a lower standard than the students in terms of their attire, he said. The school board initiated an investigation into the legality of a required dress code for teachers in September 2022 before stating uh, in a report that it could be exposed to considerable liability if implementing a dress code because of possible discrimination. What? 
What? You know, these public schools, they just need to have a dress code. They, yeah. I mean, there are, there's a lots of schools that have dress codes. Yeah. It's jeans, mm-hmm. white t-shirt, mm-hmm. or just a t-shirt, whatever. But just to... Knock it all out. But you see this this trans teacher. Just, oh, my God. Do you really want these people teaching your children? Look at this guy. He's got to be in his 40s or 50s, wearing caked-on makeup, a very fake blonde wig that does not look real whatsoever, and these massive gargantuan fake boobs hanging. These things are huge. This is like what you see in those, like, TMZ things of, like, a, a Hollywood star gone too far with their plastic surgery to their body dysmorphia. This is it. And this is somebody who is responsible for teaching the future youth. You know, it wasn't so long ago someone like this would have been kicked out and shunned from society. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Traditionalism works. Traditionalism. Toxic masculinity would have had this guy get his ass kicked and say, knock it the fuck off. This is some gay shit. Stop doing it. I get freedom and liberty for all, folks. I'm right there with you. But I'm telling you, this is what happens when a society cannot handle freedom. And no, America cannot handle it. This is what happens. We have become Sodom and Gomorrah 2.0. The context that they're missing here is that this is a school and these are children and they're adolescents and their maturity is still developing. Bandu added he and other parents have been labeled as discriminatory and bigoted because opponents paint them as not believing transgender people have rights. You've got rights. You don't have the right to force your bullshit on other people. You just don't. I know you don't like that, but tough shit. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's the right they're fighting for. Mm -hmm. You're fighting for the right to groom children Expose children to your transgender-like, disgusting, immoral, degenerate behavior. I'll say it. You're a bunch of fucking clown degenerates. I don't care which side of the political aisle you're on. This is not normal. And embracing this, even if our politics align, is still stupid. No. You know, there comes a time when you have to wake up and understand that the whole idea of, as long as it doesn't bother me, yeah, those days are over because now it has. Let them get married as long as it doesn't bother me. Let them do what they want as long as it doesn't bother me. Let them do this as long as it... Well, now, now they're trying to groom your children, folks. Now they're trying to groom your children into the LGB. T, Q, 2, Spirit, S, 3, P, P, O, B, M, W, K, F, C, whatever the fuck these people are on about now. Nonsense. And now it's here. And what's being done to stop it? Lawmakers aren't doing shit. The cops are afraid. Sometimes violence is the only answer. That's all I'm going to say. Like this fucking, this whack job? No. You want this teaching your, you, you even want this around your children? I would be appalled. I'd be appalled. Walk into a, walk into a school and see this sitting behind a desk. And of course, people are like, well, you know, I see something like that. And I just see somebody that just, you know, is comfortable with themselves. Dude, I love how I people. I see someone that's like uh, fucked up in the head, fucked and up in the fucking craving head. massive amounts of attention. One hundred percent. Well, last topic here. Then I'm interested in getting the people's opinion on this. Although I think, by and large, I know what the opinion is going to be. Um, a woman who shared a video proposing to her boyfriend is forced to block him after people started bullying her on TikTok. Okay. Number one, no women should not be a. Uh, should not be proposing to men. I don't give a fuck how progressive you think you are. I don't care how much about liberty. You know, women should not be proposing to men. Men should be proposing to women. Men pop the question. Men buy the ring. Men do this. All this is is just more unfuckable, disgusting, hideous feminists that are obese wanting to sit there and have the same rights as men. You can. 
But I want to show you the video of the woman doing this. But what I want you more specifically to watch is him. Now, look at this guy. Look at his actions. Look at how he holds himself. Hold on. Let me, let me cut the uh, volume down. Look at this. And I use the term very loosely. Look at this man. Very skinny. Very effeminate. He's got a man bun. Go figure. He's leaning down. He's just not a fucking masculine bone in this guy's body. So it doesn't really surprise me that a guy, guy, I use that term very loosely, would be okay with something. If I had a girlfriend, like, propose to me, I would walk the fuck away. Like, you're out of your goddamn mind. Number one, that just shows that you don't know me well enough, that you think you try and pull some, some progressive bullshit like that. I'm, I'm just going to embarrass you is all that's going to happen. And the relationship will probably be over after that, to tell you the truth. But that's right here. This is what effeminate men have become. This woman thinks that that's okay. It's the man that goes to the father of the woman, asks his permission, or it's more of a, every single time I've done it, I've done it twice. <laughs> every single time I've done it, it's like, look, I am doing this out of respect for you. You know, I, I would like to marry your daughter. When you remove this away, you mess with the natural order of things. No, women should not be a pro- proposing to men. It shouldn't be happening. If it does, you're a bitch. You just are. I mean, yeah, I'm all for equality. You do what you want. I get that. But it also doesn't mean that I'm not going to look down my nose at you. It's like, yeah, that's just really fucked up. That, that's just, no, shouldn't be that way. But again, you look at this dude, look at this dude, you can tell. You can tell. That dude is not leading that family. That dude is not leading that relationship. He's a, he's a bitch. He's a bitch. She's, she's wearing the pants in that family. I'm sorry. When I'm around guys that allow their women to run buckshot over them, I got no respect for you. I just don't. Men are supposed to be leaders. You're supposed to be leaders. You're brought up to be harder. You're brought up to be physically tough, mentally tough. Do you think he's going to show off his engagement ring to all of his girlfriends? Oh, probably. Yeah. Guys, hey guys, guys look oh at my this. God. Look at this diamond she got me. I said yes to the dress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not surprising. But then they look at men like us, like, you're so toxic. Yeah, you're fucking right, I am. And it's toxicity that's kept this nation free. I'm like, you fucking whack jobs over there. Like, look at you. What are you doing? What do you bring into society? I, my job Style. is trend forecasting. <laughs> I forecast trends on TikTok. Oh, my God. Like, ugh, Russia should just invade us, not Ukraine. Just come invade America. Let's send all the woke fucking military force. Let's go get them wiped out first, and then it'll purge us of the fucking wackos in our ranks. Good Lord. That does it for today, folks. That's the end of this episode. <laughs> Good Lord. This is why we drink. This is why we take shell shock. <laughs> We're going to see what happens. Uh, follow me on Twitter at John Burke Rants for updates throughout the day. We're going to keep watching what's going on with the House vote. I think they should be taking another one, if not now, then very soon. And uh, we'll see what happens here. We appreciate you. Hey, if you're on Rumble, click that lo- that logos. Oh, my God. That locals logo and go show us some love. One, two, three dollars. It means a lot. Support this company. They're a great group of people. They're helping us out. They're getting us great exposure. And we are really appreciative of that. So, again, don't forget, tomorrow we're going to have the podcast through the day. And then tomorrow night at 7.30 p.m. CST, Drunken Debates returns. It's going to be a good panel. I already know who the panelists are. I can't tell you until the, the night of. So we're looking forward to that. So until tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon at 12 p.m. CST right here on Rumble. Got anything to add, my man? Yeah, make sure, uh, make sure you guys uh, 
take advantage of the iPhone 14 giveaway. Anybody that signs up for a purchase of $50 or more at Shellshock, you're automatically entered to win. That's all you got to do. No special sign up, nothing. Go to shellshockcbd.com, spend $50 or more, and you're automatically entered to win that brand new, fresh out of the box, falling off the back of a truck in New York. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Coming straight from the iPhone headquarters itself. You get that brand new iPhone 14, valued about roughly $1,000. So until tomorrow, folks, you stay savage, America.